We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's Word every single day, and today is no exception. We are continuing in our devotional series titled The Genesis and God's Continual Presence in Our Lives. Today's caption is... I am Joseph, your brother. We'll get into that in just a moment, but first, let's pray. Then we'll get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us the privilege of being called by your name. And I pray, God, that you will give us understanding as now Joseph is revealing himself. Help us to learn a lesson that will help us in our day to connect with you and be saved. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen again. I am Joseph, your brother. I said to you a couple of days ago, and maybe my days are running together, but I begged you to not worry that we can't cover everything. And I and I want you to type in the chat some things that maybe we didn't cover and some lessons that you would have learned over the last, you know, several chapters of the book of Genesis. We are rushing now into Genesis chapter 45, where uh, Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. He's taken them through some paces and they have had to face themselves. They have had to learn compassion. They have had to, well, they're coming up on a time where they have to admit everything that they have done where he is concerned, left him for dead, basically. And then, of course, you know, sold him into slavery. Who knows where in the world he went, right? And also made his father, made their father think that he was destroyed by an animal. Like, who does that? What kind of heartless person would do that? And what a a set of brothers would allow that to happen? Not None of them were strong enough to stand up for righteousness, even though some may have had, you know, a little plan to do something covert, right? Clandestine even. But no, 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 no. Nobody stood up and said, this is evil. We will not do this. And whatever you say, you can try it with me. But I'm saying we will not do this and we will not put our father through the wickedness that you are planning. Okay. All right. Well, we are now here where uh, we begin in Genesis chapter 45, and I will begin at verse one. And I learned a lot in this chapter. We won't get through the entire chapter. Joseph, then Joseph, verse one, could not refrain himself before all of them that stood by him. And he cried, uh, cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known to his brethren. So now he is seeing himself as he really is the brother of all of these men. And he wept aloud and the Egyptians and the house heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Can you imagine how the oxygen would have left the room? I am 
Joseph. They left him for dead. They lied to their father. They sold him into slavery. He is now the leader, as far as they're concerned, of the free world. I know I'm exaggerating just a little bit, but listen, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. If you're not sensing the ama amazing import of what is happening here, just please read back several chapters and come right back through uh, while you pray to chapter 45. And Joseph said unto his brethren, come near unto me, I pray thee. Like they knew that he could have killed them. First of all, they're, they're trying to figure out like, why is this man that's so powerful who was speaking another language? How is it that this dude who is our brother is so, wait a minute, what's going on here? And it says here, and they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved, neither angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. Hmm. God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet uh, there are five years in which there shall neither be earring or harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you, a posterity. Oh, my God, you are so faithful to us in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God and he hath made me a father to Pharaoh and the Lord of his house and the ruler throughout all of the land of Egypt. Haste ye, go up to my father, say unto him, thus saith thy son, Joseph, God hath made me Lord of all Egypt, come down unto me and tarry not. So many things to learn. Here are just a few that I wrote in all capital letters in my notes. The same one, huh, their sins betrayed became their savior. Did you get that one? The same man or young man at the time whom Israel's sons, Joseph's brother, the same one, uh, 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 the same one, their sinfulness betrayed became their savior. And it pleased their father. It pleased their father and they received an inheritance. When you read down through the entire story, please do. They received an inheritance. After the son becomes a savior, he and the father are reunited. Did you get that? After the son becomes a savior, the son and the father are reunited. Let me see if I have enough time to go back to the book of John, the book of John, the book of John chapter 17 in Jesus's mediatorial prayer. And I will read uh, beginning at verse, I'll read verse four and then I'll read 11 through 13, okay? I have glorified thee, this is what Jesus is saying in the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Verse 11, verse 11, and now I 
I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come unto thee, Holy Father, uh, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me. And this is what he did. Uh, he wants him to do that they may be one as we are one. Remember, Joseph and his brothers are being reunited. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those whom thou gavest to me, I have kept and none is lost. Joseph said that God sent me here in order to preserve a posterity. See, none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, of course, that the scripture may be fulfilled. And now I come unto thee and these things I speak into the world that they might have joy fulfilled in themselves. Can you imagine the joy, even though they experienced some guilt feelings? Yes, some confusion. Can you imagine the joy that they heard, that they experienced when Joseph did not charge them, when they were able to be honest with their father and their brethren? Yes, the father sent the son to the brothers that they betrayed him to death, but the son became a savior to the same betrayers. So much to learn. And I hope you keep typing in the chat and the comment section. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember, what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.